And we are live with Mike from the Netherlands. Thank you for it's coming a, on. It was a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure, Russell. Yeah. So I guess, uh, yeah. How'd you get started in the nomadic journey? Like, what's yeah, your background? Very, yeah, cool. So um, what happened is uh, like probably nine years ago, 2014, um, I was getting, a, I, I broke up with my girlfriend in the Netherlands and stuff, and I was a bit depressed from that. So actually what I did is like, I look for a job abroad and that's how, you know, I got out of my comfort zone the first time. Uh, I moved to Bulgaria, I got a job there, uh, worked there for five years, uh, eventually promoted to like a senior manager level and whatever. And um, it was yeah a bit stressful if you want to take a day off and switch your office in such a position, it's pretty hard. Um, but finally, I managed to go on a travel for two weeks to to Thailand. And uh, I remember that travel from the first day till the last, not like other travels that I forgot about them a little bit. But um, <laughs> when I came there, uh, the first time I actually met digital nomads, right? So I've always heard about nomads, um, always thought about becoming one, but it seemed like pretty hard to do. And um, yeah, there I saw people and I was like, wow, if these guys can do it, then I can do it too. So I was very proud of my job. This girl told me something and that, that something, something clicked in my mind. She said like, do you really want to work for a boss the rest of your life uh, in one one office? You know, always making him rich, not yourself. And and something something in my mind switched. And uh, as soon as I got on the plane back home, that's when I decided I'm gonna quit my job. I landed, sent an email to my boss telling him I'm out. Um, had a three month notification period. And that's how it started. That's how it all started. Uh, in a in a nutshell. Um, do you want to know everything that happened after oh, that? That's awesome. So. So when was this again? When did this happen? You quit your job? Uh, for, three, three, uh, almost exactly three years ago now. Three years exactly ago. Exactly at the nice. start of the pandemic. Exactly at the start oh, of the pandemic. Oh, exactly at the start. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that's a tough time to start being a nomad. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's pretty hard. It's, it's pretty hard. I mean, I got scared. Uh, so I quit my job when there was nothing going on yet. And um, by the time I was supposed to leave, that's when the COVID started. And I was like, shit, should I actually maybe stay with this company? Should I? No, I was like, no, no, no. It's my dream to start traveling. I'm just going to do it. I'm pretty sure there is a way. And uh, yeah, well, I haven't seen a lockdown in three years. So it worked out well for me. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Yep. So yeah, how's, how's the journey been for the past? Has it been continuous? You've been a nomad? Oh, working yeah, remotely? kind of. Years. kind of uh so yeah. yeah i started out in europe um when i came to europe it was still pretty open uh then i went to ukraine for a few for three months i went to egypt after that where everything was still open then south africa was actually in a very rough lockdown and they opened up so i came there to visit a friend of mine um then i met a girl there i stayed there for one and a half year um which was actually pretty nice but then you know the traveling always starts itching again so I had some problems with my girlfriend and uh, yeah, and then mm. I started traveling again. That's about a, a year ago now. And uh done like 10 countries last year, I think. Wow. That's that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was a fast. I mean, I had to make up for a year, uh, one and a half year of lost traveling, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And then uh so so what kind of work are you doing when you're traveling? Yeah, so I I started out, you know, just freelancing, uh, but also that, like, I, I still felt the same, like working for someone else, making them raise, they make me happy. Mm. Uh, so at some point, I started a marketing agency. I was working for one. And uh, basically, you know, I saw what he did. I was like, I can do this too. Uh, contacted my best friend. And um, yeah, we started this marketing agency together. Um, then I was, when I was in Colombia last year for a few months, I actually started the tour agency in Colombia as well. 
which is all automated now, so not a lot of work. So yeah, marketing marketing agency is my main business. And uh, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but I'm also doing some vlogging on the site with uh, 1,000 nomads. Yeah, I checked out your YouTube. I watched a couple of videos here, like in India, mm -hmm. Pakistan. So Yeah, yeah, the Pakistan ones were great. Uh, I mean, I have to find my flow in other countries, but the Pakistan ones were yeah. pretty cool, I think. Yeah, so you're in uh, Karachi on that beach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that was a short one. Yeah. Crazy beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah dirty, uh, dirty beach, yeah. Yeah, it was really cool, though. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe what what is the one thousand nomad? Is that a project you're working on? Or yeah, so um, whenever I, when I when I when I started out and I was like, hey, this is actually working out. You know, it's not that hard to become a become a nomad. I I always had this dream of uh, like teaching or inspiring other people to do the to do the same. So then I re registered the domain name one thousand nomads, and I was like, you know, one day I will make something out of it. Um, then sometimes I have this inspiration, and one day I build a course um uh, explaining like the basics you know like how to register a business in estonia uh for europeans that's very useful uh because you can just do everything online uh, um how to how upwork works i gave them some templates to apply and stuff and i think there's like 100 people that did the course a few of them actually became a nomad so yeah i mean yeah. it's working um and at some point i was like you know what how can i inspire people more? or how can i find clients for free because i didn't want to invest a lot of money in this uh, project because i want to do it for free um yeah it's just like you know i started a youtube channel and um yeah that's what i started doing a few months ago yeah nice that's and you're still doing the marketing agency uh, yeah that's my that's my that's my that's, that's my life i mean that's that's my that's life, your yeah. life okay yeah, yeah nice so it's like a full-time thing well sometimes i mean i don't like uh we have a team now so when we started mm -hmm. out I, I did everything myself with my, my with my friend and uh now we have a, a team of like 12 people, I think uh, we just hired a new one to so 12 people working for us. So I don't have to work, but obviously if you want to grow, you know, you have to, you have to do a lot of stuff, you know, automations, uh, building mm. websites, landing pages, email campaigns. So there's a lot of work there. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I've, I've looked into marketing agencies and marketing a little, but uh, yeah. Could you maybe go into a little more detail of what, what that is exactly? Like starting a marketing agency, what, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, if I didn't work for someone else who did it, because um, that's for me, like usually how I did things, you know, I wanted to learn about e-commerce. So I worked for someone who did e-commerce. I learned it mm -hmm. uh, from marketing agency. It was the same. I worked for someone who did it. Uh, basically, lead generation is what we do. So we run ads, uh, paid ads on social media, YouTube search um, to generate leads. So we build landing pages. We direct the ads to the landing pages. People fill in the form. And we send the deep data to our clients. So our clients are making a lot of revenue from that. And I actually took the basic strategy from the person I was working from. And then we just build it out into something far, far, far superior. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, awesome. You know, there's, there's a lot of ways to scale as well, you know. So we, you know, first did only Facebook ads. Um, then at some point we... It was like, okay, so I don't know anything about Google Ads, so find someone who knows Google Ads. Um, now we're actually, instead of just focusing on the Netherlands and Belgium, we just hired a team in South America. Uh, we hired uh, a few guys in Italy, and we're hoping to even expand into the Middle Eastern market soon. So we are looking for some Arabic people right now. Um, so yeah, that's uh, it's, a, it's a very cool journey, actually. Yeah, that's awesome. Wow. And yeah, what does your... What's like a typical day look like for you? Do you have a routine um, down or is it kind of changing all the time? 
for me, that's the hard thing about being a nomad. Like if I'm settled somewhere, it's uh, for me very easy to, you know, go to the gym every day or whatever. But, you know, with all the traveling, you know, you also want to have time to explore, right? So it depends on the time zone. Like uh, I'm now in Japan, like I just said, and mm-hmm. it's amazing because my clients wake up late. So what I do usually in the morning, I get my coffee, do a few hours of uh, deep work. So I don't get, you know, I, I can just focus on automations or writing stuff. Um, well, in the afternoon, I have all the time to explore wherever I am. Uh, then I go back home, maybe have a few calls with clients. And then usually at night, you know, there's there's always time for a drink or, or some nice food or going out with some friends. So that's uh, basically what I do here. But it depends on the time zone, right? So mm, right. depends where I am, yeah. Yeah, so you got to kind of choose your location carefully, right? So you're not no, working in the I, middle of the night. I, I think that, that, that never needed for me. Like now I'm in Japan. I mean, it's eight hours ahead of the Netherlands, right? So, mm. um, I mean, it's not the best time zone, you would say. But my, my team is doing most of the work with clients. I just have to be there a few hours a day to to help them out or give them some instructions. Um, my work, I can do it whenever I want. So I basically, the, in, in Colombia, I was in Colombia before. That meant I had to wake up a bit earlier so I can have some time with my colleagues. After that, I have the whole day free, basically. Um, and then at night, the clients wake up again. So, I mean, every time someone can work, uh, I think, as long as you're not doing the heavy lifting yourself. Mm, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And mm-hmm. So is this something you're, you're planning to keep doing long term? Ah, I don't know. Yeah, right now I'm itching to stay somewhere for a bit longer. Uh, so I was thinking maybe to spend the, Euro- the summer in Europe somewhere uh just because i have friends there you know it's a bit easier to get around i don't have to stress about where i'm gonna have dinner tonight i just know where to go uh so i'm yeah, thinking maybe do yeah. the summer in europe uh you know stay there for a few months and then you know yeah continue traveling yeah oh that's awesome so, so how do you end up in... yeah, sorry oh sorry uh yeah how'd you end up in japan then or are you just on a on a trip I'm not sure how you plan. I'm not sure how you plan your travels or other nomads plan their travels. Uh, Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily look for cheap destinations like some people do. Um, I just check where the cheap flights are going. Uh, Not to save money, but that's just to to help me decide. So I was in Pakistan this year. I started traveling again in uh, October, I think. I went to Pakistan to visit uh, part of my team. Then India was a very cheap flight. Then from India to Hong Kong was a cheap flight. From Hong Kong to Philippines was a super cheap flight. And I have a part of my team is in the Philippines too. Um, mm. And then from the Philippines, the cheapest flight was to Japan. So I was like, yeah, why not go to Japan? Well, that's how that's how I do it. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, are you in Tokyo now? Uh, yes, and right now I'm in Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, I've just been here for a week now, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, I used to live in Tokyo for a while, so. No, not, not you used to live in Tokyo for a while. I, I used to live in Tokyo, yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Do you Crazy speak Japanese then as well? Uh, okay, that's more yeah, than I bit. do. <laughs> a little bit. It's more than I do. But yeah, the food's amazing there for sure. So it depends if you like seafood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, oh man, yeah, that's a lot, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so with the marketing agency i guess how long how long was the process from like where you where you started to where you're kind of running it successfully and having it like automated having everything kind of yeah, flowing so, uh, smoothly 
Good questions. Good questions. So, um, yeah, like I said, I started out, I mean, I, I had an idea of how to do it or how to structure it because I worked for someone who did it. Um, it was also, it was a very small scale company. Um, so I already had a lot of ideas when I saw what he did. Right. So we just, I, me and my friend just started, we built, I built a website. I'm pretty good with that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I built a website, uh, run some ads, um, got a lot of leads. Um, my colleague is, or my friend is very good at sales. So he just, his task was to make sales. My task was to get leads and to help the clients that eventually come in. And that's, uh, that's what we've been doing for like six months until we had like uh, 20 clients. Uh, we're making like a 20 K a month revenue, I think. Um, and that, yeah, that's when we were like, you know what, uh, we, we wanted to do a little bit less because we were actually working 10 hours a day and it was like too much. Mm. Uh, I mean, the reward was good, but you know, we were willing to give some of our money to, to make our lives easier. So that's when we started hiring some people in the in the Philippines because it's a bit low cost, of course. Um, from there on, we started, you know, um, trying to replace ourselves. So we found a sales, uh, an account manager in the Netherlands. We found a, a client manager in the Netherlands. And basically now, all that we have to do is manage and improve and being real entrepreneurs. I mean, that's uh, that's basically what we have to do now. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So how yeah. how big is your team now? Like how many uh, people? Twelve, you 12 people. 12, 12 people. people yeah and then me and my my friend is the is the owners and uh, managing the business okay wow that's awesome nice. very cool yeah and yeah and how do you how do you manage the like work life balance because that's seems to be something that's kind of hard for nomads to get down yeah perfect yeah do i think that's the, the, that's the thing about you know I, I do. Uh, for me, like uh, like I said, because I mean, I have a team. So if I want to take a day off or even a week off, I I, I can do it anytime. Um, for me, I work when I feel like it. Uh, so there's weeks where I have lots of inspiration and motivation when I work maybe 12 hours a day for fun because it makes me happy. Mm. And then I might just take a whole month off because I don't have I don't have to do anything. Uh, maybe just be reachable on my phone. Um, which is, of course, a thing if you're an entrepreneur, you have to be reachable basically all the time, the middle of the night and the early morning. Mm. Um, but yeah, and otherwise, like, I mean, I have my, I, have, I think I have a good healthy balance. Yeah. Mm, nice. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm. Um, so would you, for people who are interested in becoming digital nomads, would you say starting a marketing agency is a good route to go no. down? No, no. <laughs> okay. No, I think no. no. I think uh, I think I I really believe that you have to do it with baby steps because most people that want to become a nomad, I'm not sure who's exactly your audience, of course, but uh, most people who mm. start who want to start, like they always think we big ideas, like oh, I have to start a big company, but that's not how you learn stuff. You know, you cannot start a marketing agency if you don't know how to start a business in general. So mm. I would always advise everyone to just start with some low level jobs. Maybe you can do customer service for. A marketing agency or for an e-commerce company or for a big podcaster and see how mm -hmm. they do their business see how they run their business and i think if you know how their business runs then it's easy to replicate parts of that bring in your own ideas i think that's that's a much healthier way for most people to start of course if you are an entrepreneur mm -hmm. start a marketing agency but if you don't have any experience i mean you you're not going to be able to do what 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 other people do that have the experience right right exactly gotta start small yeah, I, I always say start small, start as a freelancer, just do the shittiest jobs out there. Um, <laughs> yeah. But for companies that interest you, right? Like, I mean, uh, if you, yeah, I mean, just find something that interests you, find a job for a company there and do whatever they have, you know, just do whatever you can do that they have. Right. 
yeah that's what i would say huh? hmm. nice yeah yeah that's good advice for sure i think so um yeah so i guess where can we go how about favorite places <laughs> Favorite places. Have you had any uh, favorite hard... places on your journey? How many countries have you been to? Um, Japan is my 29th, if I'm right. 29th. 29th. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you ever have you had any kind of favorite places to be as a nomad yes. or traveler so far? Def definitely. Yeah, I think there's, uh, I mean, I could kind of, I mean, I think all the places I've been to are pretty much amazing. There's a few that I would not not go back to. And one of them might be weird, but the Philippines, I probably wouldn't go back there very, very quickly um or nicaragua costa rica they didn't attract me at all but what i really loved mm. staying was um south africa at first because the internet is great nature is amazing the people are super friendly uh, and it's dirt cheap um mm. mexico was incredible for the food again the people uh, and if you speak spanish it's it's incredible place to be a lot of things to do a lot of nature everything is there and then third one is colombia but um i must say colombia it was it's it was very hard for me to say no to parties. So if I had mm. to choose somewhere to live right now, I would probably say Mexico or South Africa. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, Mexico is is a really popular place. Yeah, exactly. I was nomading there for a while. Like mm -hmm. Mexico City is great. Uh, Oaxaca. Yeah, <laughs> Mexico City must be the best city. Of, I think like, in terms of what you can do there, there's so much to do and to see. And, you know, actually, it's it's not that dangerous. You know, if you just walk on the street during the day, it's fine. At the night, you should watch out a bit. But, I mean, you know, during the day, it's it's fine. You know, it's busy. It's, it's beautiful. The food is amazing. I don't know. Hey, so yeah, I was, I was really impressed with Mexico. That was yeah. one of my favorite places, for sure. But yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Uh, mm -hmm. And so you're doing the marketing agency, and you've got the working on the YouTube channel as well, right? And then... Yeah, and I had the tour, any... tour company in Colombia. Uh, and the tour company. Wow, you're very busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's it's all automated. So I have my I have a guy in Pakistan. Actually, he organizes everything, and I have my tour guides there. So the only thing I have to do is check my messages, confirm that he that the ads look well, or you know that the web, web that the landing page looks right, and then he just does everything else. So it's basically no work for me. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, are you planning to focus more on one one of those three things? Uh, the marketing just, agency the marketing, marketing agency, agency. okay yeah so what we're like i'm not sure if i told you but uh what we were planning we, we started out in the netherlands and in belgium um every now and then i would meet someone internationally that we would uh, onboard but now we're actually starting to focus on the international market so we even rebranded so basically i have two marketing agencies but you know it's the same the same shit uh just two names mm. um and yeah we're trying to focus now on the international markets because in the netherlands we see a lot of competitors that are copying what we're doing um so we're like you know what we should probably just try to find other markets just in case you know something goes to shit in the netherlands so that's what we're trying to do now hmm. nice yeah. yeah yeah wow so oh man yeah it's a lot a lot of, to take it's in a lot, right? a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you sound yeah. really busy but i guess you've got it all automated so yeah yeah so i'm not sure you know about zapier do you know about zapier 
Uh, no, I, I think I've heard the name before. Yeah, that's that's a problem, man. That's a problem. Okay, that's 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 <laughs> why I that's why I can you know say that I have a marketing agency. I have a team of twelve people, and like everything basically is automated. You know, so I train the people once, click on this button, and then this whole sequence of things happens for clients. Um, they we even automate like client reports, everything like in beautifully designed Google Docs. Uh, and it's all automated. Everything is automated. Um, and if Zapier can do it, I have someone in the Philippines or in Pakistan that can do it for me. So, um, yeah, that, that, that's that's why I yeah do have a good work-life balance. Like I say, I have a tour company. There's money coming in every week, but I it costs me like two minutes a, a week. That that's all I do. Right. Yeah. So, uh, what exactly is the tour tour company? It's, uh... um so it's uh mde tours um the website i mean it's not it's not finished yet uh that's that that, that does need my work but uh, if you go there mde.tours um mm -hmm. you can click on the link and you can you can you will see the landing page for football games um and next to that we have advertisements in um we have ads, ads, ads running actually for other tours uh to natural sites or bar hopping uh that kind of stuff so yeah that's what we do awesome nice Mm -hmm. And um, what have been the uh, most challenging parts of your nomadic journey so far? Uh, the paradox of choices. Paradox of choice. <laughs> okay. You know what you know what it is, right? Right, like having yeah. not being able to decide what to do with yes. all your freedom. It is. <laughs> right. It is depressing. It sometimes it's really depressing. Like, uh, um, I don't know. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be here, but where should I go next? Like where should I go next? And it can really ruin my day because I'm just thinking about it. They're checking Skyscanner, checking all the flies. I'm like, yeah, this is nice. But then, oh yeah, but then that. And this is nice, but this. This is nice, but this. And it's just so hard. It's sometimes so hard. And it sounds like a first, it, it's a first world problem, obviously. But it <laughs> yeah, can yeah. to me, it can really be depressing. It can really be depressing. Yeah, I, I can definitely relate to that. Like yeah. you have so much freedom and then... <laughs> You're like suffering because yeah. you don't know which direction to take. Is it the right exactly. way? Is it exactly? Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's why so... I, I usually follow my my cheap flight strategy, you know, so that I don't decide, but the cheap flights decide. But sometimes there's five cheap flights, and then uh, it's it's hard. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it's it it yeah. can it can really ruin my day. Yeah, that's cool. But so you do go by cheap flights and not by cost of living of the country. Not necessarily, no. Uh, of course, um, like if if a place is more expensive, uh, I might I might take a cheaper hotel or it will not be as fancy. Um, but like I was in Hong Kong, for example, which is known to be one of the most expensive places on uh, on earth. But actually, it wasn't mm -hmm. that bad, you know. Like uh, you know, it depends on how you're living. You don't have to go to a five star hotel or a five star restaurant every day. Um, I actually had a nice hotel room with a good view, and then you know, for food, there are so many cheap options around. For drinks, there are so many cheap options around um so yeah i don't really look at cost of living necessarily um but yeah if i feel like i want to have a month of luxury of course i'm gonna pick a cheap destination right yeah nice so how's your accommodation usually like where do you stay usually hotels yeah, so or usually i try i mean i i used to do a lot of airbnbs but uh after a very few very disappointing experiences because the pictures weren't the same or uh, owners uh, yeah. were rude as fuck or the cost didn't met, didn't end up well um, i actually stopped using airbnb completely so now i'm completely relying on facebook groups and uh, booking.com that's usually what i uh, what i use okay nice whatever i can find yeah 
I prefer apartments still, but on booking.com, just I think the service is so much better. If you have a problem, they will refund you right away. Uh, well, Airbnb, mm. I mean, they have their warranty, but I mean, it's it's a lie. It's just a lie. Yeah, yeah, I've had a few bad experiences with Airbnb. Exactly. <laughs> and if you book a place for a month, I mean, you're fucked, right? Like you, you book a place for a month and then you're there and you have to stay there because you already paid probably a lot of money. And then they won't give you your money back or find you another accommodation. You're just fucked in the same place <laughs> for a whole month. I'm not going to do that again, you know. I'm not right, exactly. That. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you do any like hostels or co-living spaces, co-working spaces? Sometimes, sometimes, yeah. Like for example, now in, in Tokyo, I mean, uh, I I was staying in uh, in a nice hotel, but it's so hard to meet people. Sometimes it's so hard to meet mm. people. Um, I mean, there's couch surfing, uh, the the meetups there, uh, but it was hard to meet people that that you know were fun or whatever. So I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna stay in a hostel for a week, see what happens there. And I must say, this is a very cool hostel. So yeah, I might stay here for uh, for a bit more okay awesome yeah yeah, yeah right because lo loneliness can sort of be a problem with a lot of nomads because you're always moving mm -hmm. and everything so how how do and you second. find that how do you like meet yeah. people uh, I'm, I'm very i'm a pretty outgoing person i'm not scared you know if i'm in a bar i'm alone and i see some people having fun I, I'll, I'll probably just go up to them and say hey guys what's up uh, and maybe we'll become friends maybe not otherwise i'll just say cheers and go away um hostels are a great option looking for events are usually a great option and what most people don't know and i think everybody should know so i hope that mm -hmm. i can inspire people to download the couch app because most <laughs> people think couch is just for staying on someone's couch but that's not that's not the case uh couch i'm not sure if you know there's a meetup function there so oh, yeah. it's like yeah, basically like a tinder yeah it's basically like a tinder for friends but most people don't even know about it like i meet so much nomads and they're like oh couch surfing no man that's i i pay for my place they said yeah me too but you can meet people there that are actually super fun to meet you know um, right so yeah that's that's i think very good advice to, to people here like you know get 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 the couch surfing app pay the two euros per month but it's worth it yeah i i totally agree i've used it a couple of times in thailand and Mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's really nice you just open it up and uh, there you go <laughs> friend, friend. I, I have so many friends for life that i made there like so many friends for life it's it's incredible travelers yeah, locals awesome. anything you can meet there it's it's incredible yeah yeah that's that's so cool mm -hmm. yeah um and i guess yeah you're always solo traveling on your on your uh nomadic life yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I would, I would love to have a nomadic wife one day, but uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, those are those are hard to come by because you know I'm not gonna. I, I don't feel for. I'm not a good teacher, so I don't feel for teaching someone how to do it. Uh, I'm just not good. I don't have the patience for that. Um, mm. So yeah, I, I hope one day I'll meet a, a beautiful nomadic girl and uh, whatever. But uh, not my priority. I'm always traveling alone. I I love it. I love it too. Um, I'm not sure I could handle being able to discuss the next destination with someone because for me like mm. you said it's just the cheapest place i want to see the whole world and you know a lot of people are not like that so a lot of people are very picky with their destinations and you know i'm not sure i can handle that yet yeah exactly it definitely complicates it if you're traveling with mm -hmm. a partner yeah sure. exactly exactly yeah also i, I uh, doubt i mean I'm, i think like if you're even if you're with friends uh you it's you meet less people right and uh, for me for me it's incredible to meet all these new people all the time uh, it gives you a lot of new as new views on life, especially in new countries. And yeah, I, I would I would hate to miss miss out on that for now. I mean, uh, in a few years, I don't know. Yeah, right. Yeah.
yeah that's cool um mm -hmm. what's so what's been uh the most challenging experience so far um the uh, most challenging experience so far well i think that there's this new thing coming out now um and it's with these companies like facebook because i, I work facebook ads um that's very important for me uh uber mm. uh netflix spotify all these huge companies uh, they're doing something anti-nomadic i'm not sure what what's going on with these companies but they are mm -hmm. constantly blocking my accounts constantly blocking my accounts because of suspicious activity i mean oh really and it's and I, i'm on a few nomad facebook groups and i hear this from so much people that these companies i don't know what's wrong with them but they just keep blocking us because of suspicious activity and for example uber they have they have locked me out for two months now i keep submitting their form and they won't unblock my account because they think i'm too suspicious but i'm just a traveler man <laughs> i'm just a oh, traveler <laughs> I'm, I'm i always paid i always pay uber you know they, they make lots of money for me and now i cannot use uber and I don't, I don't want to give money to them, okay? I prefer not, but I need them, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. so like Spotify, I need them to listen to music. I mean, of course, you can use other programs, but I want Spotify. Um, mm. Netflix, too. You can skip Netflix and watch it illegally, but I just want Netflix, you know? Um, and right. it's like all these companies is the same. And even with Facebook, like, it's my business to run Facebook ads. I'm making hundreds of thousands of euros for them. Mm -hmm. and they just block my account every now and then locking me out for a few days it's it's a mess mm. that's uh what i say is the most challenging for me in uh, in this lifestyle okay yeah yeah i've had similar problems with like uber not working and mm -hmm. getting locked out of accounts so yeah yeah for sure i guess like yeah i guess they're not quite ready for the nomadic lifestyle yet it's not really uh I mean, it's definitely yeah, so getting I'm actually, popular. I'm actually but... thinking. I'm actually thinking mm -hmm. of this. Yeah, I'm actually thinking of this great idea, like a, a big nomad resistance. Um, <laughs> that sounds a bit crazy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. What I, what I, I, I already built something that can automatically, uh, based on email addresses on a list, uh, fill in forms on Uber.com, on uh, Netflix.com. It can automatically fill in their contact forms, and then ChatGPT mm -hmm. will write an automatic email explaining about our lifestyle, why they should not block our accounts, and. If I can get like a list of 10,000 people, that's that list is worth probably $1.2 million a, a year for these companies. So I hope mm. that if I get such a big list that maybe we can make a change because they probably need one single button that says, I am a nomad. And then it's mm. fine. Why would you block us for being in another country? I mean, that's why I have Uber. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, just I, yeah. mean, I think probably they don't know about us. I mean, that's it. And it probably it's super easy to solve. They just have to stop blocking our account yeah yeah i mean you gotta start the petition for sure <laughs> yeah exactly yeah but I mean, that's what i'm trying like i, I just want to send them daily emails like from ten thousand email addresses if i can manage that i mean the tool works i'm now just trying to collect people to to join the resistance let's say right yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah chat gpt do you use that a lot in your your agency yeah we started using that a lot recently started using uh yeah yeah uh, and also Midjourney, uh, which creates super cool images. Um, mm. So, for example, we, we run ads for solar panel companies. And um, I wanted to make some very funny ads. So what we did is in Midjourney, it generates images. Uh, it designs images for you based on exactly your description. So if you say, I want a picture of uh, two people dancing, it makes a picture of two people dancing, a unique picture. So what we did is we asked it for a picture of a donkey that's powered by solar panels. And I promise you, this <laughs> ad, it's crazy. It works 
incredibly good. Like people are clicking, clicking, clicking. Because <laughs> I mean, how often do you see a dollar a solar powered donkey on your Facebook timeline? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's great, and it's all just yeah. the AI, right? It's all the AI doing that. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. It's a bit scary, but for me now, mm. it's it's worth it. You know. Yeah. So do you think that's going to be a good thing going forward with your business, um, like having AI yeah, for, tools? For now, yeah. But I mean, um, I think, uh, I mean, I'm not naive to think that AI can ever replace me. Um, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of people that think, that, oh, yeah, but ChatGPT makes so much mistakes. Yeah, it makes mistakes for now, man. But if you're a content writer, watch out, you know, watch out. You might be out of mm. business very soon. Because this is just ChatGPT version three. I mean, version four right. is coming out. Then there's version five. I mean, if <laughs> right. this one makes mistakes, the next one might might not. You know, like, don't be so naive to think yeah, that exactly. you are always going to be needed. Right? Think about other plans. Make other yeah. plans. Try other things. Yeah, for sure. It's just going to keep getting better. So, makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. So yeah, we're almost uh, out of time with the Zoom call. So. Sorry. So yeah, yeah. So do you have any um any final things you'd like to share or any tips for um, people interested in getting started, like being a nomad, yeah, sure. traveling? Sure. So yeah, I mean, of course, the, the I mean, I said I said the, the, the things I wanted to say in advance. I said them like the thing about uh, these companies blocking us. Uh, mm -hmm. I really hope that one day this will be solved. Um, I think we as nomads together should should try to fix this problem. Like not not just. Uh, forget about it but just like keep writing these companies so that they know that we exist and that we have a right to use their <laughs> services as well um yeah exactly yeah to start becoming a nomad like i said it's just i think don't don't think too big from the beginning uh, i see a lot of people that want to start a nomad and they're already thinking like oh how can i start this business i want to start an e-commerce business but they don't even know what's working you know they don't even know mm. how to how shopify works forget forget that e-commerce business work for someone else first um i think that's a free school, you know. You can go to school, or you can just work for someone, learn it, and learn, see what works, and use their lessons to start your own business one day. Um, and take your time for it. You know, the opportunity will always come. There is work everywhere. There is money everywhere. You just have to be there to grab it. Yeah. Awesome. Say, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Mike, for coming on. Appreciate thank it. Thank you, Russell. Thanks for the All invitation. Right.